Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Oh my goodness, Naomi, here we are. Recording again. We're recording again. You guys, we had this recording done. (laughs) We left the building. We left the building. We left the building. And then I started listening to it and I'm like, wow, it cut us off. Wow. Right in the middle at 13 minutes. So this obviously has to be a good one. We were going pretty strong. So are we going to rewind all the way back to a little story I told or just dive right in? It's so weird telling it a second time. I say tell the story. Oh my gosh. We were talking about, oh, we need prayer from yes, you all. Yes, healing. We need because we have some chronic issues going yes, on. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we don't need anything stopping us. No, we've got work to do. Yeah, so pray for our chronic ailments to be gone. Because we're believing. Yes, yes. And speaking of pain. ailment, pain. Yes. I worked out with Viv. Which? She trains me here and there. Wow, I could only imagine what that looks like. (laughs) It's, It's really funny, actually. She's like, Mom, you make the most complaining and noises and than any of my clients and i'm like well maybe you're not as mean to all them it possibly to me maybe she's like really yes really giving it to you i mean don't ever get on the versa climber right ever in your life we were talking about that like they deadly destroy that piece machine. of equipment from the pit of hell right yes it's the climber where you're Doing your arms, too. Arms and your legs at the same time. And 45 seconds in, I Well, when we were recording out. before, you said your heart was in your throat. Yes. My heart, that's what it felt like. Heart was in my throat. And wow. I was saying, Jesus, take the weights. Yes, instead Jesus, of Jesus, take the, take the wheel. Jesus, take the weight. So I have a new song going to be distributed soon. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, take the weight. Jesus, take the weights because oh my so goodness, it was horrible. But I survived. And she's probably laughing at you. Oh, she she tries to contain herself because there's like a whole lot of other people in there. Here's my theory: she is going to like work you out the worst. Because she knows you're her mama and you're not going anywhere. Oh. Right? So she could like, she could really work you out and put you on that evil machine. Right, I'm not ever doing that. Because she's like, well, this is mama. She ain't going to leave me. She better not pull a tailor. Uh huh. (laughs) She better not. (laughs) Oh, man. Right. It was. 
Jesus, take Horrible. the weights. That's going to be a weights. new recording out soon. Okay. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Oh, man. So we got to get to this um, because we are talking about freedom principles for daily use. Yes. And last podcast, we went over the first three. That's, so That's right. So now sure we're doing listen. four, five, six, and maybe seven. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Let's get through these because there are, ooh, 17 total. So. I know. But they're really good. They're, they're good. Really like good. write these down, people, because yeah. you really need to kind of meditate on them. And hopefully we can remember what we talked about when we recorded the first time, because it got really good. We got into some Bible discussion. Girl, so we were, Holy Spirit, you got to help us replay yeah. this out. Yeah. All right. Uh, number four is anticipate increased freedom as you walk in obedience. Mm. We were just talking about this earlier about praying for our healing. Now we need to anticipate we will be healed. That's right. We have Jesus to trust the Lord. Cross. Yeah. We have to obey that. It says, you must learn to dismiss immediately painful memories of your past and live in anticipation of life without bondage. Wow. Brothers, and this is from Philippians 3, 13 and 14, mm -hmm. says, Brothers, I do not count myself to have attained, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal to the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. That's really good. I'm, I'm just sitting here, Naomi, because just a side note, this has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> oh my God. But, oh, now I figured it out. You read it. No, what? I figured it out because I'm like, wait a minute. Why does her new King James say something different than mine? But you're in the MEV. Yeah. Okay. I got a little, I'm Did like, we've got the same Bible. So like, what's, what's happening here? Oh, How, it's not very different though, is it? No, it isn't. Okay. Just just difference in words here and there yeah. but um yeah. the context is the same yeah. kind of threw me off for a hot minute okay let's okay. get back on the right train. let's get back on the right okay. train so what we were saying though when we recorded this the first time yes the whole thing of you must learn to dismiss immediately painful memories we had this discussion about um, like with relationships or mm -hmm. with marriage and if things have happened um, in either of those types of relationships. Even way back in your <coughs> past with childhood things yes. that were traumatizing or, you know, of course you need to go through the process of healing through that, but you don't want to continue to remember Why keep stirring it up? Things. And if, a, you know, especially I think... And, and I just, I look at some of the couples that I have in my office. If things have happened in the marriage, like you have to remember we're sinful people. Mm -hmm. Both, both are sinful people. Mm -hmm. And things happen. You deal with the thing. Mm -hmm. You forgive each other and you move on. Yes. But dredging all this stuff up that has happened in years past over and over, and I think I mentioned, you know, there's no, there's nothing that is worthwhile in dredging up all of the detail mm -hmm. of things that are painful memories. Mm -hmm. Why do that? Yeah. Why? Could why? Do more damage. 
Oh, a lot more damage. A lot more damage. And then I think we had mentioned, um, you know, I have a I have a client that is going through this painful regurgitation of mm. things that have happened in the marriage and divorce is now mm. right there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we both agreed that, listen, don't get a divorce unless the Lord has specifically told you to. Yeah. If you've heard from the Lord that it is time for you to be released, mm -hmm. that's one thing. But just remember, you're going to have to answer to the Lord on that decision. Right. That's why we would never tell anybody in counseling right. to get a divorce. And, and that is takes a lot of pressure off of you to know that you don't have to make that decision. Absolutely. It really is the Lord's. And we've had to walk people through divorce, and I've seen the peace of the Lord rest upon them the whole time through. Right, through you the know? divorce because mm -hmm. of other things that have happened in the mm -hmm. divorce that it's just not, it's not safe to be in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know, Sometimes divorce is necessary, mm -hmm. but boy, get the peace of God on that decision. Yeah. But the regurgitation of reliving painful memories, this is telling this is us. And in, in like Paul is saying in Philippians, keep your eyes on the goal. Yes. If, if your eyes are what happened in the past, Mm -hmm. or what happened behind you you're not ever going to reach your goal you're not if your goal is to stay married or if your goal is to restore a relationship with a child or if your goal is to beat your addiction if you dwell on all the things in the past that's probably caused you to have that right. symptom of an addiction right or to be filled with anger or resentment, resentment or bitterness yeah, or forgiveness you're never going to reach your goal no so i mean this is good sound advice from paul to just keep your eyes pressed toward the goal of the prize yeah yeah absolutely so, so yeah four was anticipate increased freedom as you walk in obedience what's right. five okay so five never forget that satan and all of his demons are liars learn to recognize the lie so it says in John 8, 44, when he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. It also says one of the favorite ploys of demons is to try to convince you that what took place was only emotional and that you are still in the enemy's grip. And then we've got another scripture, James 4, 7 and 8, that says, therefore submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Mm. There's a lot in that one. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we've said this over and over again about you have to read the word. When you read the word, you're getting truth in mm -hmm. you so that you can you can discern what the lie is from right. the enemy. Right, right. Because that, I mean, as it's saying, he's the father of the lie. He's the, he is a liar. He is the creator of lies that never came from the Lord. The liar or the evil one created evil. So he's even trying to convince you of that lie. 
absolutely he will try to convince you of that lie that oh you're not good enough nobody mm -hmm. likes you i listened to one um lady talk about how and it could be as simple as this the spirit of rejection which oh. was a lie that came upon her was when um she had a big family lots of siblings and it was her five she was turning five and everyone forgot her birthday oh how okay, painful that is um and that's when the enemy lied to her like you don't belong in this family oh that was the lie oh my god like, you don't really belong here you're not really how heartbreaking think about all that and so as a five-year-old rejection and abandonment right all because of a lie and, and through the years he was convincing her of that when other little small things would come up like sure. her best friend who she thought was her best friend she was a best friend to her but the friend wasn't counting her as a best friend and so that was another lie like right. you don't belong here you're not you're not loved you're not important you know oh. you're not pretty enough because then as a young girl she's looking well well yeah she is prettier and smarter oh so here comes more convincing convincing with starting with a lie yeah so you got to recognize and if that poor little girl would have went to her parents and said hey it's my birthday it the, the lie wouldn't have been able to no, plant it in her hopefully it would have stopped because it would have yeah done something impromptu right because it really was a loving family she oh. was raised in a very loving that's uh, so family. sad her father was a pastor but just something as simple as that the enemy will come in and he will allow that lie to grow throughout your years you got to recognize that immediately yes when a lie is being planted and the enemy's trying to convince you of something that's not of God that's right yeah hey and then also um, does it fall under this the um, the uh, podcast you were listening to with uh, Delafay mm -hmm. that one yeah because didn't you want to mention something yeah, about that that was kind of down in number seven I think because what oh, made okay. me think about that was the scripture Revelation twelve eleven. Oh, okay well we'll yeah. come to it then yeah. I just didn't want you to uh, not share it because it's yeah, really good it okay. wow that's a that's a pretty interesting um isn't that because look how sly the enemy was to a five-year-old but he he's done this to every single one of us like yeah. nobody is exempt no i mean you can think about things that um even simple things like not being picked on the team you know when you're in PE class oh yeah not having uh, friends to sit with at lunch yeah is where lies are starting to be planted oh, I could tell you like a million lies the enemy tells me every single day every single day yeah and I've got to recognize shut them down recognize the lie and I mean we have said this you know in counseling I always tell my clients listen when something happens and you know it's so hurtful or somebody says something it's so hurtful or like you have got to ask the question what is the reality of that mm -hmm. you got to go back to what is truth yeah immediately. or else you're gonna jump on that bandwagon that yeah. the enemy wants you to to get on yeah because he yeah. could take you down a oh, yeah. awful dark road yeah 
from a little lie. It just, it just, if you sit and think about it, just a little lie and how that can evolve and totally change the whole dynamics of your future, the directory of where you were going to go, yeah. the relationships that you were going to have, yeah. the behaviors that come out of you. But the thing is, you have to recognize that you have the victory. Yes. So when when the enemy says something or you hear something or you know he tries to implant something in your mind, you have to remember that you're victorious in Christ. Mm -hmm. Christ already took care of all that ugliness that the yeah. enemy did and or is doing. Yes. And <clears throat> once you recognize a lie, it's as simple as replacing it with the truth and then it's done. Rebuke it. Like, replace it with the truth. Yes. And he can't use that anymore against no. you ever again. It's been exposed. It's been right. brought to the light. And truth has replaced it. It's done. In Jesus' name, I know who I belong to. Yeah. The end. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, number six. Yeah, number it's, six. Go ahead. Trust God daily to help you make correct choices, and He will. Yes, this we got to make where, good yeah. good choices. This is talking about Galatians 3.3, 3, and we dug a little deeper because uh, it just mentions here, um, verse 3, having begun in the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Mm. So when we look this up, um, it's it's funny because I'm in the book of Galatians and I was reading that this morning. And Paul was um, talking to Peter. What led up to him saying this was that, and I thought this was interesting, mm -hmm. that um, Peter and Paul got into a pretty pretty good confrontation a pretty yeah, good tiff right um because this is when peter's assignment was to uh preach to uh did he get assigned the gentiles and paul was speaking to the jews right and so they were trying to bring unity in the body of christ right. that salvation and grace was extended to all both jew and non-jew absolutely jew and gentile right and peter um was falling back to the Jewish law mm -hmm. when it had to be doing with having meals um, and eating certain foods. Right. Okay, which was under the law and that you're no longer under the law. Right. So um, Peter, uh, Paul got wind of it and it was such strong words in verse 11 of Galatians 2. It says, when Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. He withstood him to his I, face. Yeah, like those Paul are powerful just words. Stood up to Peter he and sure called him did. out for that because what was happening is that people were starting to follow Peter. So he, it's like he was having meals with them, but, but then he was kind of backtracking out of being in fellowship with Gentiles and having meals. And when there were certain Jews that came around, it brought fear to Peter. And so he was like compromising what was being the whole taught point of the gospel, bringing unity Look to the church. Look how the enemy got in there real quick with him. Yeah, but this is so why it's so important. I even made a note in my Bible to have a variety of characters around you of yes. different believers with different characteristics yes. and traits. Like Paul was very bold. Mm -hmm. Now he was bold because of his salvation, but he was bold because 
that was his stubborn ways in him of character of how God made him to be You know be what, bold. you say this, and I think that's really good about the character, because I just listened to a um, public reading of scripture mm -hmm. with Amir mm -hmm. and his brother-in-law, um, what is his brother-in-law's first name? Can't even think no. of it. It's uh -huh. Golay is the last yeah. name. Darn, I just lost it. Yeah. But anyway, um, they were talking about, they read something in Second Peter, mm -hmm. um, because there's three chapters there, and it was Amir, it was his brother-in-law, and then another guy, and they each took a chapter. And um, it was just interesting because his brother-in-law had said that, um, oh, I know, they were teaching about false prophets and how many times mm -hmm. people say to them to behold Israel, their ministry, that they're just a bunch of false prophets. Really? Yes. That's weird. I know. And, you know, of course, Amir, he's like, Listen, I never have claimed to be a prophet, and I never will. We're just speaking truth out of God's yeah. word about prophets, about yeah. false prophets. And then his brother-in-law said, listen, like we, we can't even have conversation about the scriptures and even we have difference of opinions, yeah. but it doesn't mean that we got to fight over it or yeah. it tears us apart. That's not what God wants. Right. You know, it's a discussion of the scriptures yeah. and it's bringing, you know, here Amir, who is from Israel, yeah. his brother, to my knowledge, isn't. I think he's yeah. from the United, United States, States right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's bringing two worlds together, yeah. and but they're still in relationship. Right, right. Which is what they, what God was doing here with the Gentiles and the Jews, bringing yeah. them together in unity. Right. And Peter started to be a hypocrite. He called him out as it was hypocrisy that he mm. was trying to not. Um, bring the unity with meals with Jews, but he was also trying to enforce the Jew or the non-Jews to be circumcised, yes. which is also under the law. So this leads us up to Galatians 3, where Paul was saying, he said, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? And I love that because when he says, um, who has bewitched you? Yeah. Right. I mean, stop right there. Who has bewitched you? Like that you should not obey the truth. Right. Who has deceived you or yes. you or fooled you? Right. And what lie have you fallen into? Right. That's how I, I hear yes. that. It's when he says, who has bewitched you? Like, what lie have you just all of a sudden believed? Yeah. Because even with them, he said, your eye saw Jesus as crucified. Like, how can you take that away? And what Christ did, if Christ, if they saw the crucifixion. Yes. And if. If Christ didn't 
do that, it was for nothing, it would have been in vain. It yes. was all in vain. If it That's wasn't right. to uh, fulfill the law and allow us to be under grace, it would have been all right. for nothing. His right. crucifixion like, would have been for nothing. But it says, are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Wow. Like you were being, you were saved by the spirit. You yeah. were saved through grace. Why are you going back to the law of flesh? Like, why are you going backwards? Don't do that. And it's just like what it's saying here is let, um, trust God daily to help you make correct choices. And he will. Don't trust your flesh. Yeah, don't do that. To make the correct choices. Don't trust in yourself. Trust daily in God and That's in the right. Spirit. Right. Because the Spirit is not going to lead you in in the wrong direction ever right no yeah you won't fail mm-hmm gosh that's good stuff do we have time for yeah okay let's uh let's go to seven okay seven says use the name of jesus the blood of the lamb and your confession of faith against all satan's temptations and con condem condemnation mm. says all condemnation comes from satan Never believe him. You have been cleansed by the blood and through the name of Jesus Christ. You are blood protected. Mm. And I like to add, you're sealed by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it says in Revelation 12, 11, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. And then in Romans 8, 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the mm. Spirit. Gosh, that's so good. Yeah. Our testimony is, our testimony for the glory of God, I mean. That's why I tell my clients, geez. your story is not for yourself. No. Your story is not for yourself. Yeah. And um, I like how it, they point out that all condemnation comes from Satan. Yeah. All. That, that does not come from the Lord. You know, I was having a conversation with a client that even in, he, he's having a difficult time hearing, is this from Satan? Is this from God? Because Satan is so cunning and deceiving. Yeah. But I just simplified it. You just need to simplify it. If something makes you feel heavy and fearful anxiety panic that's not a negative that's not going to be no matter even it no matter if satan uses the word of god that's right this is a little bit that's it's right not from god that's right it's not from god and i said even in the discipline that we get as believers from the lord doesn't feel like that you no, know, it like doesn't. When we're lovingly disciplined. Like, of course, discipline doesn't feel good, but it doesn't make you feel shamed or condemned. Like I was, we were talking about this. It, it makes you feel like, oh, I got a course okay, correct. All right, Lord, I hear you. Yeah. Okay, what do I do now? Okay, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's never feeling condemnation. Right. It's never beating you up. So if you're feeling that shame and condemnation, that's the enemy. It is. It's coming straight from him. And I was listening to that, as you mentioned, that um, testimony. It's from Della Fay Testimonies, and it's the most recent one. It's about a gang member. 
this is the most the way he's explaining how he came to Christ and it was through someone evangelizing him sure uh, at his mother's church it was a pastor but the most loving way that he got this man from seeing sin to incorporating Jesus I've never seen it done this way before really it's that's really that's why I amazing. cannot wait to listen to this it's amazing like he he used a lot of what evangelists do is like questions back to him sure but some of the stuff he made the scriptures look alive in a different way wow and so i want to go back and write some notes yeah um, and write down some of these scriptures of how he played this out because he was talking to a gang member like this guy murdered he's hardcore jail he packs a gun i mean yeah um the worst of the worst sure and like he's given him the gospel in a loving way where it's not it didn't even feel it didn't even feel that guy probably didn't, didn't even know what hit him no it was so smooth it didn't even feel scriptural but it was scriptural you know what wow I mean? it was really good it's um a gang member i don't know what the title of it is but you'll find it it's the most one of the most recent ones under delafay testimonies about a gang member it's a longer one but it's and very intriguing it's a little over an hour and it's on youtube just yeah. so people know but i just look at how i listen to these testimonies and how we're talking about right now when revelation 12 11 and actually that's delafay's uh scripture is revelation 12 11. oh okay. that's where his whole um, ministry came about was Revelation twelve eleven. So wow. he goes around the world and gets these testimonies. But what's amazing about them is that someone can always relate a little bit something to a testimony. Sure. Which gives the person listening hope. Oh, definite hope. Hope to know that, wow, I've, I've, I felt just like this guy. And like this guy is saying things like, I thought I was the only one that was completely miserable, you know, and, yeah. and felt alone. I'd be around 100 people, but felt alone. Wow. And um, it's just amazing. I, I I, mean, we like hearing people's stories, obviously. Yes, we do. Um, because they can be life-changing for someone else. You know, I've even had clients come into my office and, and give me their story of yeah. what has happened in their life. And it's... And it, it is life-changing it's it you know i think at times even we can see even in the bad yeah where god was at because yeah. he needed that person or people to turn to him right which is why counseling and therapy is good because we're Absolutely. outside people hearing your story. We're not connected to you. Sometimes what what comes over us is a totally different perspective they never saw. Than their family. Yeah. And then, or friends or in their circle. And it helps them to have the meaning behind the pain. Yeah, absolutely. Or even the purpose right or the next step that they need to take because don't you think that i know this happens in my office but sometimes people cannot see the purpose behind the storm that right. they are in or right. or what they have walked through they can't they can't see the picture of it yeah and that's why i think it 
we're kind of separated from a lot yeah. of counselors because we will tell you our stories yeah. and um, show you how God has made changes in our lives. I mean, we just didn't come out of the womb yes. believing in the Lord, and here we are. Right. I mean, no. I came way far we from it. Even thinking we were going to be a counselor. Oh, not not it's not a, I was oh, never I'm in even high thinking school. that well, now I'm going to go to college yeah, to be no, a counselor it no, wasn't like that. No. That didn't happen. That did no. not happen. So testimonies are so rich. Powerful. So powerful. They're very powerful. And that's the thing and then I think when we were recording this the last time, nay, <laughs> uh, you had even said and it's so true that people you have a story. Yes. God is in it. You have a yes. story, and it's not just used for your own purpose. It's believer used for somebody and, else. Yeah, believer and unbeliever, God is in your story. Absolutely. God is in there. Absolutely. Yep. So I love that. Let's just read that um, scripture one more time, Naomi, Revelation twelve eleven. It says, um, They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Oh. <sighs> That is so good. Yeah, but you guys, you guys definitely need to hear that that testimony. It was good on Delafay. I'm I'm almost through it, but it's pretty good. Yeah, I know I'm going to listen to it. And think about your own story. Yeah, what? Think about your own testimony. And you know what? Write it down so you could share it with someone. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the uh, I think most valuable thing you can do. Yes. So right. Okay, Nay, we gotta cut this thing to the okay. end here. So All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.